Hi, I'm Kenneth, and this is the Unspeakable Vice podcast, where we talk about talking about sex. Sex is a dirty word, a taboo. It's something that just isn't talked about, and we're going to dig into why. Uh, My interview today is uh, not explicitly about sex, but I'm going to be talking with a young man who has experienced um, uh, harassment, uh, issues with identity, uh, masculinity, sexuality in, uh, in the context of other parts of his life. Uh, so I encourage you to pay attention, uh, obviously, to what's going on in the interview, but also the, uh, the subtones, the areas where sexuality, gender, and identity sort of play into the larger picture of, uh, of identity and about life in general. Um, so uh, the interview today is with T.J. Kineski who is a uh, sports stacker, uh, training for American Ninja Warrior, has quite a few YouTube channels. I'll let him get into all the details. So uh, without further ado, uh, here is TJ. Thank you. It's, thank you for having me here. Anyways, for those of you that don't know who I am, name is TJ Knutsky. I'm 20 years old. I'm currently working as a backer at Kroger. I'm also... From Fairfield, Ohio, was born in Detroit, Michigan through 2021 through 2007, but moved to Fairfield, Ohio through 2008 to to current to current 2021. And I'm also a YouTuber who does sports stacking, gaming, voice acting, covers, reviews, TikTok videos, reaction videos, um, cr- the Creative Marvel Bros and Friends channel, which is a uh, plush videos and Ninja Warrior training videos. And I'm also uh um have those much goals to basically uh, achieve and my dreams to achieve those dreams for 2022 so i first uh learned about you from your sports stacking work uh a number of years ago um and you started that mm-hmm. when you were pretty young right I, I don't remember exactly how old you were but yeah so you got a lot of exposure what... to uh you know a lot of publicity as a as a younger person what was that like I remember doing those videos um, like in a very young age and it's such a a nostalgia for how long I've been doing videos and I think I've kept it going in my head and I let it go and I would basically do something different. I'm (laughs) I'm still a YouTuber to this very day and here I am. I'm still doing it. Yeah, so um what what's that like i mean it must have been fun for you to do that but what did you get nervous at all being you know having people watch you perform or uh what was that like um i was not completely nervous like i knew exactly where i had in mind like i was uh like super into it like i like say for instance if you're like super into um like you're super into acting you get into acting you you need to start taking acting classes. You need to basically get noticed. If you're if you're a voice actor, you need to do it. You need to read those lines slowly and carefully and do it perfectly. And you may get the role. You might get the basically beat the character that you want to achieve. But um I never basically get nervous, but there are some of the time that I had to take deep breaths to make sure that if I go slowly 
and make sure that I do not mess up and make sure that I do not uh, uh, basically like F up the whole like stacking, like up stack and down stack. I would basically slow it down and do two warm ups and excuse me. Uh, I would basically like be patient and keep an eye on my hand like coordination and basically add to a different rhythm or a different uh, ability to do what I wanted to do. So one thing that I remember uh, from from one of the first times that I saw you uh, performing, you know, stacking was uh, uh, that one of the announcers introduced you and totally messed up your name. And I was thinking <laughs> if if that were me, I mean, I like, you know, I was just sort of imagining because people have messed up my name, too. Like if I were in that <laughs> position, that would have been so embarrassing to me. Do you remember that happening? It's probably happened more than once, but. This is what people get a. Uh really uh this is what people always get so confused about how people always say uh my name in different ways like if they mess up my name i would just remind them that it's tj koneski k-o-n-e-s-k-y but there but i remember at that time in dallas um in 2016 doing my modeling i was a model at that time trying to get to the walking dead um i was um i was doing my thing and then the announcer just basically said Jay Konski or Ty Konski or TJ Konski. I do not I do not let that affect me because if people want to read my name or say my name in a politely way or in a in a right way, I would just let them know about what my name is in the right way. And uh, I would just basically say TJ K-O-N-E-S-K-Y Konski. And that way they will know my name in the right way if they spell correctly but i would not let that affect me like every time like if they, if i saw people see my name in the wrong way i would like oh man in my head but not directly at the right. hour out yeah, no way I he didn't even ask that. to to learn what your name is i guess it's you know it's his fault if he didn't get it right but uh yeah that's good i i <laughs> it's, it's it's not it's not their fault <laughs> it's a it's a yeah i don't know I think I think the way that you handled it just by sort of ignoring it and not letting it bother you, that would be kind of the same thing that I would have done. But uh, at the same time, yeah, on the inside, I definitely would have felt like, oh, that's super embarrassing. I wish, you know. Yeah. Right. I wish you said right. it. Yeah, right. um, I would say that your name is uh, Kenneth. Yeah, just skip the last name. Then you don't have to worry about how to pronounce it. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so you've... Um, you you mentioned a lot of the stuff that you're you're doing on social media too, with YouTube and the gaming mm -hmm. and the voice acting channels and the covers, um, Brony videos, American Ninja Warrior. Um, what? It seems like you're just really you must be really busy doing all this work. Um, what motivates yeah. you to to spend so much time doing stuff that's sort of public, so you know, so where people are watching you. Um, it's basically because I just want to basically expand different channels. Like if I like I, like like I mentioned that if I wanted to do sports second on my main channel, I want to do that. If I were to do gaming videos, I want to do gaming voice acting, voice acting channel covers, or maybe lip sync covers and or mashups on my fourth channel. I would do it in those channels, so forth and so on. I would do it just to basically expand different um different editing and different vocal and different singing voice 
and basically add the different uh, elements to the channels. That way, I would basically be a different YouTuber. Like I'm a be, I'm still a sports tacker. No, no, don't get me wrong. Sports hacking has been a, a good sport. It's been a sport to my heart. It's been a sport to my head. But I wanted to do something very different. And my motivation for me expanding in 10 different channels is to basically, like, edit, upload, and move to the next. That's the motto, if that makes sense. So are you, uh, are you doing it more for yourself because you just like doing it or is it the 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 way the things that you're able to do for other people or is it the maybe the, um, the feedback that you get from people the the comments what what what's the what's the best part about doing all this work i think um i think reading the comments the positive comments to be exact really brings a lot, lot of uh, feedback because they wanted to see me uh, do better. They want me to improve. They wanted me to see how fast I am with sports stack, and they wanted to see how improving I was with my gaming, voice acting covers, mashups, etc., etc., etc. This is totally off subject, but I just wanted to show you this. So I'm pretending to look all nice, but you know it is still a pandemic here. So here we've got Fluffy Kitty and gray sweatpants. So uh, okay, I saw that so. kitty there. I saw that kitty. <laughs> you saw the cat. So anyway, we're we're still being professional even if we're at home with the cats. Um okay, so or pooping off. Um so so I yeah, so you, you like the comments, you like the feedback, uh and, and there's a lot of people out there that support you. Um not all positive though. You've gotten some haters, you've gotten some negative comments, um, and that can be frustrating. Tell me how that's been, especially over especially recently over the past year or two um i would say those uh those negative comments were not as good as i thought it would be uh it's because it just drains me down so much like it drained me down physically mentally spiritually and emotionally i did not know if if that was directly at me but i do know that a lot of people that are not interested and what I do because of uh, people always going to keep bringing up of stuff that I, that I did from, from from the years that I've uh, that I've caused and people will always say your videos suck or your videos trash you need to stop uploading and get alive when in reality I do have a job I do have a job that comes with actual money and I just want to do something for the positive people who are really interested and watch my videos interested in my content interested what i really wanted to do but if people are just going to say your videos suck that would basically like i'm not really good with the negative i'm not really good with the hate and i'm not really good with the doubts because it's really hard to basically um it's really hard to basically ignore it when it just keeps on happening and it keeps on happening and it just keeps on happening it's like a a carbonero effect like it keeps on going over and over and over and repeating itself over and over again just like an endless loop and i never knew and understood how much of those negative uh comments kept going but like what uh michael green keep out of camera always says if people if you're gonna get a start on youtube you're gonna deal with uh, some haters 
And there's going to be different types of haters. Haters who are just commenting or just not liking the video and just commenting on it. Or people that don't like you and just post negatively about you and want you to fail and want you to suffer and not have a happy life. Or basically make a channel or a different social media platform and make a profit off of someone's hard work, if you get what I mean. Yeah. So part of um part of what you do that you mentioned is with the brony community with um uh with the uh the you 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 make videos about that and you you uh react to other videos and stuff like that um and i'm wondering um to me that it seems like being part of that community is sort of like being queer um because it's <laughs> it's something that's not i i i'm I'm thinking it's not something that is nor uh, common for a guy to be involved in. It seems more of um, either a girl thing or just a, you know, am, am I am I on track? Do you get people thinking that you're weird for for being involved in that or? Uh... Uh, I get that. Um, oh, maybe a little bit at that time when I kind of got involved with the show ever since uh, the old video from the crossover of the video of Total Drama Action and MLP where the Diamond Dogs made Rarity cry and then uh, Chef, uh, Rarity made Chef Hatchet cry, the character from Total Drama Action. Um, and then I went to watch different Bernie videos like Ed Plus videos and I ended up watching the uh, Wilsoners videos and Lighting Bliss, Golden Fox, Keyframe, and so forth and so on. That um, that I just already had the thought in my head that I wanted to be with them and I wanted to be just like them. But now with uh, with this year coming to an end, with 2021 coming to an end, I always get people saying that I'm weird or or just being too cringy or just acting. Like I'm all over the place when it's really hard to explain and it's hard to um, think when you're having that much idea or if you're basically um, if you're basically like into the idea and when you bring that idea to someone else when they don't know exactly what the idea is then I have to explain it when again it's really hard to explain and think about that idea when I already knew and already came up with that in my head but being being a brony is not someone being a brony is basically something that people always wanted to be in and of course a lot of people are just going to say if you're a brony then you need to Stop being a man child. That's, that's what people always say. But if if I were them, like like say for if I were them, I would basically ignore it. Like that uh like that one announcer guy who misspelled my name. I would ignore it. But if if someone say if you're a brody, then you're a man child. I would ignore it. But when people um say that directly at me, but I would ignore it in my head. But outly, it would uh basically make me feel like why would people have why would someone have to be like so crude like so crude if you get what i mean yeah okay so um and there might be some confusion or maybe some of the people that that are um 
part of this community and and especially with the pony artwork there might be some overlap with the furry community um which which is often more sexualized and so i'm wondering what's the what's the difference between the two and to what extent does that sexualization actually come into it i think it's a big um big difference the only thing that Bernie Fandom and the Furry Fandom have in common is that they have to, they have all the hobbies. They do gaming. They do voice acting. They do artwork, music, animations, and they interact with uh, other people in the world. But I, for what I'm guessing, I'm not, not really sure um, if the furries would basically um, be. A little bit of I'm basically trying to get that word out. Um, the furry fandom might basically grow. Same with uh, the brony fandom. These would grow like what they did used to now. No, what they used to before. They they grow more. They be way better compared to what they were than they are now. If you get what I mean. You mean just get bigger, more popular, more people, or? I think so, a little bit, maybe in my head, a little bit. Maybe just more people being aware and understanding what they're really about and that it's not just about sex or doing sexual things while you're dressed up in an animal costume. It's not basically, it's not basically all about that. Right. Um, do you ever have you personally ever experienced any sort of harassment or have you ever been picked on about um being involved in these communities um i've been picked on numerous times and that was back in like 2019 in april and that is something that i will have to live with for the rest of my life about how about how that one video about that guy all the way from England decided to make a 15 minute long bullying video about me and how I act and how I behaved with how I, about how I do in my videos. And many people, when they saw that video, they just immediately disliked the video to basic, and they even commented on the video as well, telling, that individual in question who I'm not about to mention because he's gotten himself into trouble. But anyways, they were commenting uh, his video about, about how it, this, about how that video was wrong about how I should not, about how they should not pick on an individual like me about how I do things differently, how I act differently and about how I talk differently because I don't know at that time how to handle uh, criticism because it was something that that's uh, basically something that in mind that I don't know if it was like positive or negative but when someone made that video about me I would get upset like anyone would and when the person who made that video at the end said to me if you make a response video, then I might, or maybe I would consider taking this video down. And I knew that if I was to do it, 
then I thought it would be the end. I thought he would just take that video down and everything will be like hunky dory. Like I it'll, like the world will be over. But no, it's still there. The video is still there till this very day. The and video you, that you the kind guy of made responded about. by uh, in the same way that he did, right? You were you were sort of bantering with him, and um, I don't want to say you were picking on him, but you sort of gave it back to him the way he was giving it to you, right? It turned out that I did not know at that time, but I learned now that it was bait by that guy who made the video on me and his friends at that time that it was bait for me to make a video on him and, and it i should not have listened to him and i should have not have made that video in the yeah. first place the video right now has been deleted so it does not have to go through all that amount of detail but that whole banter between that guy and me went on for around like three months like three months into the 2021 like like the first when he made the video on me, I made the video back on him. I went about with my life, even went to American Ninja Warrior 2019 in Cincinnati. But during that whole trip, he made the video on referencing about me and everyone in the second community who were defending me at that time. And in even uh, the YouTuber who went by the name of Night I Die made a commentary video about my response video on that guy. That was back when I was in my that was back when me and my dad were in the tattoo shop at that time with dad gaining that um that the eternity's not, not tattoo on uh the shoulder and he had to add some uh detail through it like smoke. And while I was in that process I was uh, I was notified that night I made a video about my response video about I made about that guy and and I thought it was the second worst month of my life throughout 20, 2019. and then June went on and I stupidly predicted that I wanted June to be a better month for me compared to the last two months. The, the guy made a third final video about me and he went debunking me about everything about what I said in that video and I knew right then and there that I thought that my life was completely over like I was gonna deal with so much hate and so much negative feedback to the point where I wanted a break and that was my first official break from a week and I already made my apology video to everyone about how about what I act and what I behaved and how I handled the situation about the incident that happened in April, May, and June of 2019. People are still going to talk about that to this very day about bringing up about the whole incident. And um, if they're going to keep on doing it, then that's their motto. What, one of the things that you did this year more recently than that was... Um you decided to announce that you're bisexual and uh i'm wondering what how well i guess first of all how did how did that come out come about why did you decide to do that uh i th think i knew what my sexuality was like i knew that i still had a crush on girls 
but embarrassingly enough to say it, I had a crush on guys. Like, there's a huge difference between uh, with guys who are attractive and uh, in different weight, different um, different size, and and there's difference between girls with their uh, um, with with their weight and their uh, their dress and about what their uh, interests are. Same with guys, but I was really afraid of basically like coming out at that time because I did not know who I was about my sexuality. I did not know about who I am. I do know I had to basically come out to my parents about it. And I did just that. And they were confused about that at first. And um, they they support it and they want me to be happy. So after what mom and dad said to me that, that they want me to be happy, that made me feel good inside and on the outside because I knew how much of a different person that I was compared to um, when I was straight at that time. But now I still have uh, someone who I'm still dating with her name is Lily. She's 25, all the way from Illinois. Um, we are still in good conversations. We are still in a way of um, wanting to basically meet each other one day and basically um, hopefully one day be here in Ohio to basically stay here and be with me physically. And uh, I mean, be with me, like I say, like, be there with me, like, like, if you get what I mean. Um, can you I, imagine with me for a moment? What would that be like? Like, what would, what, 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 what would be like the, the ideal outcome when that actually happens? Um, if I was... If Lily was ever to come all the way from Illinois to Ohio, then it would be life-changing. Like, she would basically be there with me throughout the darkest and most all the times of my life. Like, back when I, I made my uh, apology video to everyone in that one community about what I caused, about the downfall, I was worried about telling Lily about what I've done because if I do tell her, then she'll contact with me and she'll block me and break and basically not talk to me ever again and that will take effect to my future relationship with lily at that time because we were friends at that time and then uh, i feared that if i do tell her it'll be taking effect for the future relationship that i have with her it'll be in a negative way after i told lily about my downfall i felt right then and there that that was it she would i thought that she would cut contact with me and she's not gonna be there with me forever this year and i don't know what i would be without her and i'm so happy that it never came to that because she has been on my rock with me this entire time like i genuinely needed lily more than any, anyone else 2021 was a difficult year for all of us obviously um like this year was really really crap like in 2020 we dealt with a lot of crap that has happened over the 365 days of 2020 and i always felt like there's no way that 2021 can top that like i already planned my comeback but there ain't no way that my feelings could get any worse than it already is and i entered 2021 very optimistically like i really thought it was going to be my year but 
I realized that it hasn't. 2020 well, was nothing but with depression and anxiety. I things have really took a turn for the worse for me. I, I was becoming a different person that I wasn't even aware of. And to everyone outside of social media, I give them credit. They're they're worried about me as well. They're worried about me. How they're saying that yeah, they're worried about me, and they're seeing a change, and they're hoping that you know I can bounce back from it. And I wasn't seeing it. Like I felt that they were wrong, and so I. I listened to their advice a little bit, but catapulted back into a very deep depression. Like, I was dealing with so much negativity and so much hate and so much doubt that I had been losing a lot of followers, losing friends, and I even lost so much people that I care about to the point where I would have those thoughts of basically not wanting to live anymore. Like, I did not know, like, I did not want to live anymore because. All I felt was pain and suffering. Even though I had friends, family, and a girlfriend, and thousand, and even people who watch and subscribe to my channel and follow me on social media platforms that I loved and cared about me, I just didn't see any reason to move on in life. And I was afraid to basically open up to my mom and my dad about about my depression and about my anxiety. But they knew exactly about what I've been going with, and they knew exactly. About what I'm dealing with, with my depression and with my anxiety, and I had my moments when I was happy, and I had my moments when I was sad, and I was falling. Like I tried really, really hard to hide my emotions as much as I can. Like mom and dad and Lily are the only ones who wanted to see the real me. Like sometimes in my, my social media platforms, I would just turn on the camera and then I would smile. What is up, my? Homies, jeez, it's been a while since I've done that. It is your boy, TJ Kineski, and today is another happy good day. When inside, it's not. Inside, I was falling apart. Inside, I was not happy. Inside, I didn't want people to see me, and they would judge me so harshly, and I would hide it. And it felt like I didn't think there was going to be a place for me anymore for social media in 2021. Since my came since my comeback turned into a failure, because number one, the negative people, the haters and the doubters are still going to keep talking about me. They're going to want me to fail. They're going to want me to suffer. They're going to want me to do basically not want me to be happy. They want me gone. They want me to fail, etc., etc., etc. Number two, I was still dealing with acne and scabs all over my body that I'm still dealing with due to the stress and the anxiety. And number three, the depression and anxiety battle. And number four, I just didn't think I was putting out my best effort and I didn't think I was putting out the best content. Like I wasn't doing as good as I could and I didn't understand why. And then part of me felt like, like maybe it's not worth for me anymore. You know, I made a promise to myself and I will always keep it. If I was going to get back to social media, I was going to do it better. I, I will always be a YouTuber. I will always be a social media future social media influencer, but maybe less of one. And I know that a lot of people are just to go to say that my comp my contact social media this year was bad and it is i'll give them credit for that but even though there have been a lot of videos that i do enjoy editing and looking back and uploading it but at the same time wasn't the absolute best i can do definitely not and a lot of people know that outside of social media people outside of social media knew that they're worried about me and i was listening to them but catapulted back into a very deep depression and right at the bat to the people outside of social media I just want to apologize for not taking your advice. Like, I see as such that I've felt like I was like half listening and 
more not taking that advice. And I, I was in a different headspace that I couldn't even explain. But, but viewers and Kenneth, I want to tell you why I'm no longer in that headspace because something really good happened on December 26th. And I know what you're thinking. April 20th. No, 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 not April. December. December 26th. Yeah, December 26th. Sorry for stumbling that word. Yeah, and I know what you're thinking. December 26th. That is a year anniversary of Luke Harper's death. And you're right. I was laying in bed just like having that dream about how we lost Luke Harper last year in 2020. Like for those of you who don't know, Luke Harper is a former WWE and AEW superstar who lost his life due to non-COVID-related lung issue during the prime of his career in AEW. And I can't even imagine the pain and the struggle that Amanda and the boys are going through right now without their husband. And Brody was so beloved, so like caring and so loving for everyone who worked with and or friends with him. R.I.P. Brody. And then suddenly a light bulb went off. And I don't know what caused it. I don't know what just made me just decide or think to just like wake up. But then I had that dream in my head where Brody was in my head or Joni, Joni Marie Chanelar or Shad Gaspard in my head. By the way, two have passed away this year. Shad Gaspard in May, a hero who saved his son from a, from a, a current in the beach. And then Luke Harper. And then someone above, Joni Marie Chanelar, who also passed away in 2016, RIP Joni, said to me, TJ... You cannot afford to fall apart. You cannot do this. You're falling apart right now, and everyone will be just be so unhappy with you. And then I started listening to his song by Michael Green, Keep Out of Camera, Lyrical Rap, or whatever name he goes by. He made a song called Comeback featuring Juliet Riley. And that song, it was like, you cannot afford to fall apart. You cannot do this to yourself. Look at you. You are the shell of a person that you used to be. You need to get up from the ashes and rise again because right now it is depressing to look at you you are not the same person that you were and it it rings so true but then now since i'm in this podcast i feel like i had a spark in me that i never felt that in a long time and finally it was hope hope that i never thought that i would have that back that light that i wouldn't i thought that i would never have back that is something that i want to cherish and i want to Live up with that in my head for the rest of my life. Joni, Brony, and Chad, if you're up there, or in my head, basically, let me know. I need that light back, if you get what I mean. So you've gone through, over the past year, all this pain, suffering, depression, anxiety, um, some of it external, some of it internal. And then through taking a break, maybe spending some time reflecting on yourself, thinking about who you are, what's really important, and now you've had this epiphany. Um, And it sounds like you're really motivated to do something uh, different going forward. Yeah. What what it, what's yeah. going to be different? Um. If I was going to get back to social media in 2022 and start over fresh this time, I would say to myself, if I'm going to do this all over again this time, I'm going to do it better. 
because 2022 could be could be my very last. 2022 could be my final year to make that year better for me and make my comeback better than 2021. If I succeed and show everyone what I'm really capable of and show them that I've changed and grown and being a better person than I was from the downfall, then they would see it differently. They would see and say, wow, TJ's comeback is really starting to take off. I will give him a second chance. He needs it. He definitely deserves it. However, if I mess up that comeback one last time, and if I stay on that loser side, if I mess up one more time, then I'm done. I would take that comeback and tuck my toe between my knees and kiss my butt goodbye. If I cannot use my final opportunity to make that year better, then there's no reason to go on. But now, since I got that motivation by the late great China, Joey Marie Lar, professional wrestler, Brody Lee, Luke Harper, Shad Gaspar, again, if you're up there, I need that light. I need that year to be a better year for me. That's going to be different. I was going to ask you about your role models, who it is that you look up to. And you just mentioned a few names of people that, that, that are important to you right now do you want to say anything more about them or are there anybody else that comes to mind though i already mentioned uh brody lee and shot guest bart and Joni marie lar Joni is uh is some someone that i personally met back in like 2016 in april no not april but march through the weekend of horror hounds convention center in 2016 in cincinnati ohio she is someone that I met and I thought that it'll be someone that I want to listen to and talk to and basically be around with her. But since that she passed away in 2016, I felt that she's gone and, but I know that she'll never be forgotten. I already talked about Luke Harper and, and Shaq Gaspard, but my role models and are Rey Mysterio, Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy and Jordan Marie China Lar. Those are the four role models that I grew up. We have a mutual friend, Flip Rodriguez, who's also a, Yo, a, yeah. a ninja warrior yeah. for a long time. Yeah. I know he's, yeah. he's been working really hard to, you know, I got to give him a lot of respect for the work that he's done to, uh, to help people just stay positive and to see that even when life is challenging, that there's value to it. Um, how, yeah. how has he, influenced um, you Flip recently has basically um been someone that i thought he would be a, the best way to help me to basically move forward and help me be positive and make my dream in reality and make those goals dreams passions come true even my video in december of 2020 when i asked him if he could help me flip would basically tell me he would basically do every ounce of his power to help me out. There's one thing that that's not going to change or that some that's going to change is that mentality is going to basically going to be passing over time. And I know about that from now on. And right now I haven't even talked to Flip Rodriguez in this time in a year, a year since I've not talked to Flip. But with 2022 coming closer, I have to get back to talking to Flip. I have got to basically talk to Flip more and basically be around with Flip and be 
with Flip. If we're ever going to do Ninja Warrior, I have to be with him. Or for training, I have to be with Flip Rodriguez. So he will help me improve with what my training resume was. I really love those moments on your channels when you're when you're honest and you're sort of when when you let your your true self show a little bit and i think it's uh it's really useful it's it 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 helps people watching to know that there's a real person there yeah um, yeah it does what so what so what is it when you're not in the public eye what is it that you like to to focus on or do you have any hobbies or anything that you do when you're not um acting or not on camera if i what i do if i'm not in the public eye i would just be playing video games or just me voice acting as uh different types of um characters as uh as not on, the, on camera but, but i know it sounds crazy that many people are immediately are gonna think whoa what what tj why are you talking to yourself that's you going crazy that's you having multiple personality disorders Right off the bat, no, I'm not doing that. But if I was to do it on camera with voice acting, different characters, then that's a different. But again, when I'm not in the public eye, I would just basically either play video games or just go shopping, like like go grocery shopping for my food. I think that's about it for the questions that I've got. Um, okay. I want to uh I want to give you a chance to tell the people out there what to look forward to coming from you and and whatever you include we'll put in the show notes too but is there any any final comments you want to give in terms of what people can expect in 2022 I think for what for what the outcome for 2022 is that I want the comeback to be better I want 2022 to be better. I want the pandemic to end. And if people would see my full and better comeback, that they still see it differently. They will say, wow, TJ's comeback is doing very better. You know what? I would give him a second chance. He needs it. And I will have that light back in my life and have that dream of being a professional wrestler, American Ninja Warrior, hairdresser, and a musician. And I want to basically move forward i'm not gonna look back at the past if i'm gonna start doing this all over again making videos editing and doing better i will get 2022 to the rise through re-rise i went from the downfall the fall to the re-rise awesome all right well i know i'm looking forward to it um i'm a lot of people will we'll see what happens um so uh everybody who's listening thanks for listening tj thank you so much for no problemo i'm doing this no problem how do i get craig to leave here um Greg, Greg, maybe if I just yell at him. Greg, uh, <laughs> Greg. Oh, wrong keyboard. <laughs>